Welcome everyone to the week nine player prop happy hour presented by the 33rd team. I am your host as always, Josh Larkey, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Reynolds with the shades and Ben Wolby with the Phillies hat. Apologies to your Phillies. For those that are new here, each of us has brought three player props to the table. We are going to go rapid fire detailing the player prop bet that we like for Sunday, which sports book has the best odds and what inclined us to take that bet specifically without further ado ryan give us your first bet of the day as you gentlemen know i like regression plays so i'm on chris olave over 64 and a half receiving yards at minus 115 on DraftKings. he's just four and four on this line in the season but two of those losses came in games directly after Derek carr's throwing shoulder injury so i'm throwing those out 34 targets over the last three games catch rate has been low over the last two weeks so again Gentlemen, regression play like those. Saints are significant favorites in this in this game against the Bears. Downside is the Bears secondary looks like it could be a full go this week at full strength, and they're actually a pretty good group at full strength. But still, I'm going to take my chances on the regression. When take my chances on the usage, sixty four and a half is a very beatable number. Yeah, we actually talked about Chris Olave a little bit on some shows recently, Ryan, and we talked about how he might be a nice little trade candidate given his usage just in general for fantasy football and out there, anyone that's playing fantasy football, we have the ultimate draft guide to winning your fantasy playoffs that is out on the 33rd team.com. It's free to read. Ryan spearheaded this one. I contributed some players to trade for and away. You get quarterback defensive streamers, just a general schedule breakdown matrix as well. There's really nothing like it out there. For more betting content, right? Uh, ben, what is your first uh, player prop bet of the day? Uh, there's a pick I love. It is Jordan Love, his longest rush over eight and a half yards. That's minus 115 on bet 365. It's also minus 130 on DraftKings. Tell you that there's some value there. Uh, I would take it at either line. Jordan Love has hit this line in every single game this season. He is 8-0, and oh, and yeah, he even hit this line in the game where he had two rushes for negative two yards. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> he ranks fourth in total number of nine or longer uh, yard rushes behind only Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes, and that's on 25 total rushes. He has 10 of which that are longer than this. That's 40%, and no other quarterback with at least five rushes is uh, rushing for nine or more yards at a higher rate other than Jordan Love. And you're probably thinking, well, then why is this line eight and a half? LA is probably pretty solid against mobile quarterbacks. Hmm. There are four and four on this line against quarterbacks, but uh, the quarterbacks who didn't top, not particularly rushing quarterbacks. We've got Joe Burrow, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Kenny Pickett, all of which rank 17th or worse, which is worse than average uh, in quarterback rush attempts per game. Uh, and again, this is a line where Jordan Love has historically hit. He's rushing a good chunk. Uh, and I, I feel like this is just a mispriced line, especially at minus 115 on, on that 365. You know what we also love? We love following Ben Wolby at Ben Wolby on Twitter and Ryan Reynolds at Ryan Reynolds NFL, or as we like to call him, the better, more attractive, more successful Ryan Reynolds. Indeed, indeed. Do you want... Yeah, <laughs> the, the <laughs> nods of agreement. And if you want more content from our data scientist, Ben Wolby, make sure every single week to check out his projections article on the 33rdteam.com, free to view. Not only is he writing or just giving you like his, his projection tables, but he's writing up his thoughts on it. So you can kind of understand what's actually going on in his mind intuitively, in addition to all the math behind it. 
My first bet of the day, I'm going to bet on one of the best players in football. I'm going to bet on Bijan Robinson to go over 20 and a half receiving yards. Current odds that I found that were the best were minus 110 on BetMGM. Many sports books have already raised this line to 21 and a half yards. Last week, Bijan Robinson had five targets. As, Lyon, as Ryan likes to say, it's a regression play. He didn't catch a single one of those five targets. I'm throwing out week seven. He had a headache. Week six, he had eight targets. Ultimately, in the non-headache games, Bijan's five and two on this line. Drake London didn't practice on Wednesday or Thursday with a groin injury. I've seen a few of the, the Twitter doctors out there, and they've basically said that there's almost no precedent for a player to play after missing back-to-back practices with a groin injury. Taylor Heineke's not going to have much to do other than throw to Kyle Pitts, John o. Smith, and most likely B. John Robinson. I think he makes it 6-2 and two on this line come Sunday. If you want yeah. more of... Oh, yeah, Ben, would you, I, please I, interrupt I think, me. What would you like I, to say here? I think Drake London has been ruled out for Sunday. Has he been ruled out officially? Yep. Yes. All right, I'm going to change this play. I'm smashing the over everyone on B. John Robinson. Drake London's been ruled out at this point. Target consolidation. So, yeah, 20 and a half, and I would expect it to rise. I'd probably take this up to 23, 24 and a half on this line as well. If you want more of my content, my fantasy rankings, rest of season rankings, trade value chart, they are all on the 33rdteam.com. Ryan, what is your second play of the day? Nico Collins over 58 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. He's four and three on this number. Texans can't run. Bucks have a good run defense, but they are giving up the sixth most receiving yards to wide receivers this year. Texans are a pass reliant offense against a defense that you have to or perhaps should throw on at the very least. Collins' usage in his first four games was great, less so over the last three weeks. That's my biggest concern here, but generally speaking, Collins is the top pass catcher in Houston. I like him in this matchup. Like that one too. Another regression type play. Ryan's going to let you know everything he's betting on in every single game. That comes out every Saturday on the 33rd team site. Make sure that you're checking that out. Make sure you're following him on Twitter, Ryan Reynolds NFL. Ben, what is your second line of the day? Uh, well, now that I have the floor, I'd like to apologize for interrupting you, Josh. That's pretty rude of me. It really was, but he he has been ruled out. Are we sure about yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next play, I'm taking Jalen Hurts over 21 and a half completions. This one, Juice minus 125 on bet 365. I'm Again, I still like this line a lot despite that because he's topped this in sixth Sixth game straight, averaging 24 completions per game. And much like the Eagles record, Jalen Hurts is 7-1 and one on this prop this season. Now, the big concern is quarterbacks versus Dallas are only 1-6 on this line. Oh, no. But the quarterbacks that Dallas has faced aren't really a ringing endorsement of elite passers. We've got Zach Wilson, Matt Jones, Daniel Jones, Josh Dobbs. Brock Purdy's a pretty good passer, but he was pulled in a game that uh, the, the 49ers won 42-10. And Matt Stafford, also a pretty good quarterback, but he was pulled in a 20-42 uh, loss blowout last week. Jalen Hurts is a pretty good quarterback, and I don't expect him to get benched uh, in a blowout because this is a divisional game. Typically, those are close, uh, and I do think that the Eagles uh, will be passing a lot, mostly because uh, teams pass against the Eagles at the highest rate. Uh, Dallas ranks seventh per EPA and pass. So I think Dallas should have no problem keeping this game close. And then also Dallas ranks second best in EP, uh, EPA per game allowed on rushing plays. So I just think that Eagles may not be able to rush the ball as much as they'd like to. They'll pass the ball a little bit more. And Jalen Hurts is going to keep doing what he's done in uh, six straight games and go over 21 and a half completions. 
folks, that's our data scientist, Ben Wolby. Quarterback props. Hopefully he goes two for two on those this week. Make sure you're checking out his projections article and make sure you check out the sponsor of the show, Underdog Fantasy. At this point, I think we all know what it is. And I know there's some people out there watching this at home on their couch and they're like, you know what? I keep hearing about it. I haven't signed up yet. Well, folks, promo code 33rd33RD gets you that 100% deposit match up to $100. You put $100 bucks in, now there's $200 in your account. Not only is there $200 in your account, but we can keep Ben on staff. We need a data scientist. We need Ben Wolby. Ryan, we need him too. So uh, one of the three of us might have to go if we don't get at least uh, 75 signups within the next five minutes. Folks, let's hope that happens. My second prop of the day is going to be Dak Prescott over 248 and a half passing yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. It's already risen to 250 on FanDuel. He's been over in five of his past six games. Ryan and I have actually talked about this on multiple shows. Dallas Cowboys pass game trending up, run game trending down. I'm going to keep betting on the pass game. The Eagles are a pass funnel defense. They have been the best run defense in the NFL. But as we saw last week with quarterbacks like Sam Howell, they're actually quite beatable through the air despite the good pass rush. So here we are betting on an ascending pass attack in a divisional game where the Cowboys are going to need to win this one to keep pace in the NFC East. Ryan, what is your third and final prop of the day? Vontae Adams over six and a half receptions plus 114 on DraftKings. From a macro sense, this is a regression play. Adams' catch rate's been down in recent weeks. The Josh McDaniels firing is actually interesting to me because I'm not sure firing Josh McDaniels is going to help quarterbacks hit Devonta Adams when he's wide open downfield, especially now that we're pivoting that Aiden O'Donnell, Aiden O'Connell here. Now here, here's the thing there, gentlemen, when they, and you know this, Josh, you're a Chargers fan. When they played the Chargers, Aiden O'Connell, I say this all the time, pressure management's a silent killer for, for NFL quarterbacks. He was horrendous in that game from that standpoint. Yes. That said, Josh, and this, this is one of your stances, backup quarterbacks tend to target wide, wide receiver ones more often than normal quarterbacks so i'm thinking you know if we're firing josh mcdaniels in season one of the reasons is to keep Devonte adams happy it's going to get a big workload this week wink martindale is going to blitz the daylights at aiden o'connell i could see one of the reasons i because the receiving yard line here is 72 and a half i thought about taking that that might even be more attainable. but six and a half receptions i think he's going to get three screen passes early in the game manufactured manufactured touches here plus odds I expect this game, the game plan to be centralized essentially on Adams and Josh Jacobs. So we'll see what happens. I like that line. I also like following Ryan at Ryan Reynolds NFL on Twitter and make sure you're checking out the ultimate guide to win your fantasy football playoffs. Ryan and I combined have won multiple fantasy championships over the years, and we're going to try and help you do the same and his betting previews, what he's betting on for every single game that will come out on the site tomorrow. Ben, You've won multiple fantasy championships yourself. What is your third and final line of the day? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling left out here. Like, I've never won fantasy football in my life. I uh, definitely win bets, and a bet I think is going to win is James Cook's longest rush over 12 and a half. I grabbed that at minus 120 on DraftKings. He's hit that in three straight, and he's 6-2 and two on that line in the season. He has a total of nine rushes of 13 yards or more, which ranks third behind only Bijan Robinson and Zach Moss somehow. 
and he's rushing for 13 or more yards at uh, on 9% of his rushes, and that's a number that ranks fifth among running backs with at least 50 carries behind, again, B. John Robinson, Jalen Warren, Jameer Gibbs, and Raheem Mostert, pretty good running backs. Cincinnati is also 5-2, and two, allowing this against opposing running backs. They're allowing the sixth most yards per carry to opposing running backs, and they're allowing an average of 1.9 rushes of 13 or more per game to the running back position. That ranks fourth most. And I think this line's a little bit scary, right? Because we do not know how Leonard Fournette might fit into this backfield. But remember when I said earlier that Cook has uh, hit this in six of eight? Well, if you take out the old periscope, look a little further back to last season, he was seven and one on this number last year in games with five or more carries. He is no stranger to having long rushes. Of 13 or more yards. He is 12 and four on this number in the NFL when he has more than five carries. I don't think Leonard Fournette affects that. Ben, I like that prop. I'm checking out your projections article on the 33rdteam.com. Also, we have some breaking news, folks. Chuba Hubbard will be starting the second straight week at running back. Deshaun Watson will play in week nine. Damian Pierce has been ruled out. And most importantly, I'm just getting this in my ear. Drake London has been ruled out, folks, for week nine. My third and final prop of the day, I'm going to go Jaden Reed over 30 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. He's been over in five of seven games this year. He's a round two rookie. We know that their workload gets bigger as the season goes along. He ran all the routes last week. They defaulted to three receiver sets for the, the Packers. There's still a little bit of confusion with the Aaron Jones injury. Uh, apparently, he's going to be a full go this week. I don't know if I'm going to trust that. Ultimately, I'm betting on a Jordan Love bounce back in a critical game and for Jaden Reed to have two to three catches for over 30 and a half receiving yards. Folks, from myself, Josh Larkey, from our data scientist, Ben Wolby, from the associate director of fantasy and betting at the 33rd team, Ryan Reynolds, from the 33rd team in general, from our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy, promo code 33rd. Thank you, everyone.